This is a special edition of Central Indiana Today. Why? Because we got some time-sensitive things going on so close to the 4th of July holiday. And they involve, of course, the Brownsburg Lions Club and the Pittsburgh Parks and Recreation Department. They have some events going on, and you will want to know about them. So stay right where you are on 98.9 FM and WYRZ.org for Central Indiana Today. Central Indiana Today. Shane Ray talks with the newsmakers in and around Hendricks County. And now your host, Shane Ray. In the studio with me once again is our good friend, Mr. Ray Ferner. He's with the Brownsburg Lions Club. Judging by his shirt, they are on the move. <laughs> we are definitely on the move. How is Ray today? Doing just fine. Good. Thank you for having me here. Glad to have you here. We do appreciate it. Uh, as everyone, well, first off, we'll back up, back up a little. Let's remind everyone what the Brownsburg Lions Club is all about. Now, the Brownsburg Lions Club is a member of the world's largest service organization. Worldwide, we have about one and a half million lions each of them dedicated to service. In Brownsburg, we have just a shade over 50 members, and we've been in town since 1929, mm. which is a long time. Yeah, yeah, it is a long time, which is a testament to uh, what, what you guys mean to the community, or what you folks mean. I want to say boys and girls. Males and females, <laughs> what uh, you all mean to the community. We, we specialize in boys and girls, and I can't say females, but we, we do treat females equally. Of course. And that's been true since about 1980. Mm. Not always been true, but we learned our lesson. We found that 50% of the creativity and workability lies with the women in our community. Yeah. So we're glad to have them. Absolutely. Well, uh, once again, you guys, uh, you folks are, are in, involved with the July 4th festiv festivities, I should say, uh, along with the parade, the fireworks, the rides, and all that stuff. And we say this every year. But uh, we want to remind everyone that people think a lot of times it's just the town and it's their taxpayer, uh, their tax dollars, and it goes to all of that. But the Brownsburg Lions has a huge hand in that, right? That's true. We've been doing the extravaganza since 1969. That was back when Brownsburg had gravel roads and one stoplight. Yeah. <laughs> well... There was very little to do in town that size, maybe 5,000 people. And so we brought the extravaganza, or a big blowout, to town. And that encompassed a uh, parade, the fireworks, and a food court. Hmm. We also added a carnival. So there would be something for everyone to do, for the community to gather. 
have a good time and keep on knowing each other. Yeah. That's what we still do. Yeah. And, you know, it's not only that. You, you allow other organizations to come in and use it as fundraising, just like uh, years ago when I was kind of involved with Kiwanis, when they would have the bingo tin and things like that years ago. So it's great for other civic organizations too, right? We welcome all comers. The, uh, the merchant's tent sort of went by the boards a few years ago where we had all of the small businesses in town. Mm-hmm. And real estate came at such a premium that we could no longer have that. Mm. But we're looking to bring that back someday. Mm. Okay. Well, let's talk about what's going on this year. Uh, let's, uh, the big thing, well, I, I shouldn't say that. There's actually several big things. But one of the big things that people look forward to is the parade. The parade is going to be held on July 4th. Mm-hmm. If it uh, should happen to get a rain or a thunderstorm call, it will be held the next available day. We haven't canceled a parade for several years, and the weather looks pretty good this year. So July 4th, the parade starts staging at 8 a.m. at the high school. New entrance way to staging the parade. If you come from Tilden, you will go south on Bulldog Way. That applies to both vehicular floats and also to pedestrian groups who will be marching in the parade and uh, many of them giving out candy. Hmm. Uh, it, and of course, you welcome uh, any groups uh, that, that want to be a part of this, right? Absolutely. Unfortunately, the deadline for floats has passed, Mm. and uh, the uh, requirement for that is a driver safety course. Now, we uh, we, uh, do that because it uh, is really a dangerous kind of event. Yes. We just don't want to have someone hurt. Yeah. Yeah, uh, as you know, I have been in in the parade before, and I've seen the kids come running out for candy right in front of cars and everything else, and uh, it, it can be uh, uh, very dangerous. Well, that that's a good point. Mm-hmm. And this year, we are restricting the distribution of candy to walkers. Oh, candy is not allowed. To be thrown from floats or automobiles. Okay. Or just what you mentioned, that the kids lose sight of what's out there. Mm-hmm. And they spot a piece of candy and go for it. Yeah. So we don't want them to do that. And so the walkers will be handing out candy. Okay. And we urge them to hand it out as opposed to throwing it out. Oh, Which yeah. is just another safety factor. Yeah. Not everyone will like that, but someday some little kid will thank us. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Uh, all right. So uh, where, what do we know roughly which, how the route of the uh, parade is going to go? Yes. And the route up? has been simplified this year. We'll stage at the high school, go north 
on Odell, turn west on Tilden, and then north on Green Street. After you cross the tracks, the band and horses will turn left. All other vehicles will turn right. So it's just within reach of two miles. Okay. It's not a bad walk. Yeah. And there should be plenty of space for everyone who wants to see the parade. Oh, yes. Yes, we've got... Uh, in the past, we've had between ten and 15,000 people watching the parade. Yeah. And we welcome everyone who can make it out. Yeah. It never disappoints. It never disappoints. <laughs> if you are part of a group that would that is walking in the parade, I want to tell you that you have a thrill waiting for you because it is amazing to see so many of your friends and neighbors mm-hmm. out watching and waving and cheering and celebrating our nation's history. Yeah. Uh you have a grand marshal this year like you do every year? Yes. The grand marshal is Richard Holmes from the American Legion. Okay. And uh, he will be up near the front of the parade. I'm not sure, but I think his wife is going to be driving him. Okay. <laughs> well, that's okay. <laughs> whatever gets him through the parade, right? Yes, whatever gets you through it. It's someone that you trust. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, and we have uh, the rides back this year, uh, the amusement park rides. Yes, uh, Poor Jack's Amusement Park yeah. will be back this year. They will open at 6 o'clock and go to 11. Something that uh, you might take note of is that this year, every night is wristband night. That mm. means that you pay a fixed price and you can ride as many times as you want wow. from beginning to end. Okay. That's pretty cool. Uh, and what nights, uh, what are the nights that we're doing the, the amusement park or the carnival rides? What are the dates? Oh, the dates are from the 29th through the 4th. Okay. Same dates. Now, wait. There is a possibility that they might open on Tuesday, but I don't think so. Okay. So keep in mind that it's probably Wednesday the 29th through the 4th. Okay. If there is a change, you can let us know and we'll let our listeners know. If there is a change, I will let you know. Okay. And that is highly unlikely. Okay. And, of course, the fireworks. Fireworks will be on the 4th of July. And like the parade... They will not be canceled except for cars. They uh, are going to be shot off at Lincoln Park, which is just south of 136. And uh, the fireworks can be seen from um, the fairway in the uh, extravaganza. So if you're uh, at the carnival, you can see the uh, fireworks over the treetops. Or you can see them from Town Hall. Yeah. I've been told that some of the newer fireworks will reach a 1,000 feet in the air before wow. exploding. Mm. That's uh, pretty high up. That is pretty <laughs> high up. The higher you get, the more people who can see it. Right. 
Well, that's good. Now, uh, with uh, everything that's going on, including what goes on with the uh, Brownsburg Lions Club all year long, if folks want more information or something, what do they need to do? Well, they can take a look at the Lions website, Mm -hmm. and there is a web address listed, and there are also phone numbers listed that you can inquire about what's going on to confirm dates and times. Okay. Uh, so, also a Facebook page. Is there a Facebook page this year? Yes, there is a Facebook page. Okay. We have a new editor who is much younger. <laughs> and uh, the new editor is also a lion. And he's quite good at what he does. Okay. Well, that's good. All right. And of course, uh, if anyone missed any of that information or they want more information, uh, they can get in touch with you. And if they miss that, they, they can, get can in touch do that. With me. And I will be happy to talk with them and uh, see what it is they need, make sure they, they follow on what's going on with the extravaganza. Yeah. One thing I missed about the parade. Mm-hmm. Now, as everyone knows, Inflation is on the rise, mm-hmm. and it's also happened to fireworks. So if you are of means to donate to the fireworks, we'll be happy to take your cash, checks, money orders, anything that you would like, in addition to live chickens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> Now, next year, you know, you mentioned that the deadline for uh, putting a motor vehicle or a float in the parade has passed. So how soon do people need to get those applications in? They need to get them in immediately. Okay. And within the next couple of days, at the very least. Well, well, for next year, though, is there a deadline that you like to have them? Actually, that deadline has not been set. Okay. And uh, there will probably be some changes in the um, availability of meeting sites for safety. Okay. uh, Meeting times and so forth. So uh, the safety is really a critical thing this year. Yeah. We just don't want to overemphasize it, but it... It's just so important that we don't have anyone hurt. Right, exactly. That would really put a damper on the That would be a damper, (laughs) no question about that. All right, Ray Ferner, he's with the Brownsburg Lions Club once again, involved with uh, the uh, the 4th of July extravaganza, as they are every year. They do a great job every year, and we are so glad to have him back in the studio with us. Now, did we miss anything? Can't think of anything at the moment. Okay. Well, if it does, you let me know. I will certainly do that. All right, Ray. Thanks for being our guest today. Thank you for having me. Our guests are both representing nonprofits, and our nonprofit spotlight sponsor is the Republican newspaper. We'll be back with Scott Smith of the Pittsburgh Parks and Recreation Department right after this. Finding out what your town council, school board, or county commissioners are up to can be accomplished with a Republican newspaper in Danville. Started in 1847, they've been providing local news, sports, features, and more. Subscribing to the paper is possible by calling 317-745-2777, and they can be followed on Facebook by searching for The Republican. 
as I told you, here he is back in the studio once again. He's not a stranger to us. He has been here several times, and we're glad to have him back. Uh, his name is Scott Smith. He's Director of Communications and Special Events at the Pittsburgh Parks and Recreation. Uh, and he started out coming to the studio back when he was with, at the time, I don't know, was it Lucas Oil Raceway? Oh, yeah, probably. Do you go back to IRP? I go back to IRP when it was originally Indianapolis Raceway Park, <laughs> and now they've uh, rebranded and kind of gone back to that. So, yeah, uh, so yeah we go uh, back a couple days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You go back to the XRB days with yes, us, sir. the Radio yep, yep, Brownsburg. Yep. So, uh, anyway, moved on and up, as they say, and, uh, of course, you've been here as Director of Communications at Pittsburgh Parks and Recreation, but uh, do you have something special coming up on... On, uh, let's see here, uh, July 9th, is that right? Yes, sir. Tell us all about it. Yeah, we're having our inaugural bluegrass festival. Uh, Sam Goldsberry here with Goldsberry Transmission contacted the Parks Board a couple years ago, and when we got some of our new shelter houses put in, he said, man, you know, this park would be a great place for a bluegrass festival. So we worked with them uh, over the course of the winter and finally got everything to kind of line up and, and get everything situated. So, so yeah, so July 9th, 2 to 7 p.m. Uh, at Scamelhorn Park, which Scamelhorn Park is the, the bigger of the parks there in Pittsboro. Uh, we're going to have three different bands, Birch Creek, from 2 to 3.30, Rumble Town from 3.45 to 5.15, and Caleb Smith playing with Union Hall uh, from 5.30 to 7. Uh, those are all three regional bands that uh, people that are in the bluegrass community really know a lot about. So uh, I'm excited to, to see them come out and play. Yeah. Now, you mentioned Sam Goldsberry. He's, uh, of course, Goldsberry Transmission is a supporter of the radio station here. Very community-oriented guy. Uh, I know he's involved with the Lions Club out there, and they have the fish fries and everything else. And uh, anytime I see him, he's always talking about the next uh, bluegrass uh, thing he's going to be involved in. So great to hear that. Uh, now, the band's uh, going to be out there. Now, do they start at 2 o'clock? Yep, we'll start at 2 o'clock. Uh, we're going to open the park at noon for people to come in and, and put down blankets and chairs. Uh, you know, it's kind of a, it's a big grass area. It's actually going to be where our soccer fields are. Uh, but people can come out at noon and start getting situated. Uh, we will have a food truck out there, Podium Barbecue, uh, run by from a gentleman out of Liston. He'll be there uh, serving up some great, great barbecue. I was working on Facebook today, uh, seeing all of his pictures, and got my belly rumbling already for some of that. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, so come on out at noon. Uh, get your uh, you know, stake out a, a great place to sit, and the bands will start up at 2 o'clock. Yeah, you, you can't go wrong with barbecue and bluegrass. They kind of go hand in hand don't <laughs> they, they do they do exactly and uh and i love barbecue and i love bluegrass uh now as far as uh, admissions is this open to everybody this is open to the public uh it's a free event uh with it being our first one we wanted to kind of just get our feet underneath us and and offer something uh, something to the pittsburgh residents and you know and the community uh we really value you know them coming out to the park and we like showing it off so we thought this would be a great way to to get people into the park on a on a summer night and mid-afternoon i should say sure and uh and kind of hang out with us and for a good time 
Skimmerhorn Park, that's kind of like uh, where everything takes place in Pittsburgh. And, uh, you know, recently you and I were talking. Uh, we saw each other uh, for the first time in a little while at the Cars and Coffee event. Now, that's uh, unfortunately we had some rain. Yep, yep. But uh, you guys uh, put on a great event there and uh, work with Ricky's uh, Pancake House there and uh, has been a past supporter of WYRZ. And uh, you think you're going to have more of those? Yep, we're going to have two more uh, as we head into the fall. Uh, we have two more cars and coffee events. Eric Bell, uh, who owns the mortuary there in yep. town. Another supporter. Another though. supporter, <laughs> yep. Uh, he's come on board to, to help out with those events, and we appreciate that. Ricky's, I'm sure, will still uh, continue to offer their 10% off. Uh, so they've been real great to deal with. It's always good to to help those businesses around yep. downtown Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh out. We had a... A movie night two weeks ago now on a Saturday night. We've got those during the course of the summer. Worked with Mandy's Ice Cream that just moved into town. Love Mandy's. Yeah, so send <laughs> some business their way. Uh, movies and ice cream on a you know summer night is always great. So we'll have a couple more of those events during the course of the summer as well. Um, so we just try to keep Scamahorn, besides baseball and soccer, our new pickleball courts. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, we I, my kids and I will drive through almost every night in our golf cart just kind of hanging out and go play at the park and and it's always good to see everybody out and about taking advantage of what we've got yeah i think the last time you here you were talking about the new pickle pickleball uh, court how is that working out it's been great we had a, a husband and wife come in from up in westfield and we did pickleball 101 lessons and that was really well uh, received and i've seen a lot of the people that came out and took those lessons have been out playing so uh they're always always busy uh we've got basketball goals out there as well uh, so people are always shooting baskets, practicing baseball. So uh, there's a lot of foot traffic that goes through that park. Yeah, exactly. And then, of course, uh, I know we're jumping. It's hard to think about this as we enter July, but uh, Christmas time comes along. It's great for the folks to drive through and see all uh, all the lights lit up and everything. Is that still in the works? Oh, yeah. That's, that's probably one of my favorite projects to work on, just to get the community involved. Uh, we've worked with the fire department the past couple of years to do a santa tour uh through the neighborhoods we started when covid was out and people couldn't come see santa yeah so but it was so well received that we kept doing it so driving through the neighborhoods letting people see santa claus then coming watching the main tree get lit and then watching all the displays and we're growing those displays each year so uh, with a lot, again, help from our local partners in the community to be able to buy new displays and, and really make it a nice little drive-through uh, exhibit in there. Yeah. Uh, it, now, uh, you mentioned, of course, as or as we mentioned, a lot of these uh, sponsors are also, you know, supporters of the radio station. If someone's listening and they, say, and they own a business and they say, hey, I'd like to be a sponsor involved with that and get my name mentioned on the radio, yep. what do they need to do? Uh, go to our Facebook page and just, uh, you can message me directly through there i'll get all that uh or my email is scott.pittsboroughpnr at gmail they can get a hold of me that way uh you know we do have great sponsors that we work with and we try to give them a lot of support on our facebook page as we go along through the year so uh definitely it's uh if anybody's looking to to help out in the community they can uh, definitely give me a call yeah 
Uh, let's see here. It is July 9th. It is the Bluegrass Festival in Pittsburgh at the Scamaham, uh, Scamaham Harp. You say it. I get, Scamahorn. There you go. I can't. I got a little tongue-tied there as I'm reading. Uh, from 2 to 7 p.m., once again, the bands, Birch Creek, Rumbletown, uh, Caleb Smith, and the Union Hill. This is free to the public. Bring the bring the kids. Bring uh, Grandma and Grandpa, whoever. Get you some barbecue and uh, enjoy the, the great music that's going on did we pretty much cover it all yeah I, you know like i said sam is uh, gonna help put this on and he puts on a series of these concerts each summer uh they were out at liston earlier now they'll be at our place and and i even some of those might be the same artists their sets are completely different uh so just you know and if you liked them last time, you're going to love them this time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, uh, when you see these sponsors out there, you see these folks that are putting on, go by and tell them thanks for doing this because uh, they're just doing it to get involved and help out their community. So more power to them. All right. Once again, if you missed any information, you can give me a call here at the radio station, 317-852-1610. If I don't know the answer, I'll get you in touch with Scott, and he'll help you out ASAP, right? Sounds good. I can do that. All right, Scott. Thanks for being our guest today. Thanks for having me. You've been listening to Central Indiana Today with your host, Shane Ray. 